<laughs> hey y'all. <laughs> this is Tracy. This is Riley. And welcome to another installment of The Apartment on Broadway. Hey guys, how you doing? Hope you had a good week. If y'all know who this is in the background, this is Brew Runway. Thank you to my mutuals on Twitter for putting me on. She's popping. Brew Runway all night. Download that, stream that. I I'm done. <laughs> How you doing, Narelle? I'm doing just fine. How are you? I want to take a nap, but <laughs> I gotta go to BJ's after the session and stuff. After we hang out and stuff, and talk about you and stuff. <sighs> you being the TV show, not me. Exactly. You being uh, fine ass pet Badgley. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, woo! Actor, let's be clear, because a lot of y'all have been losing y'all fucking minds. Actor. Act- like in Will Bittenheim or whatever the fuck his name is. Ben Bittenheim and Joe Goldberg and whatever, whatever the fuck. This, right. <laughs> whatever this cracker's name is. Oh, um, y'all been bugging. I, but Pin Bash, you've been doing a damn thing. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> season two. <sighs> I loved you, okay? Like season one when it was on... Um, the fuck? Lifetime. Mm-hmm. I watched, I loved it. Like, I don't watch regular television, mm-hmm. but I watched that. And when I tell you, I I was so captivated and terrified at the exact same time. Mm. Pin Badgley, <laughs> okay, so when we talk about Peaky Blinders, we talk about, like, just the air of the actors, mm-hmm. you know, the facial expressions, how mm-hmm. they can just walk into a room and we feel the whole scene. Right. Pin Badgley. Like, the character of... Joe, Joe Goldberg, uh, Will in the second season, his character, it, you is just a mind fuck. Like, mm-hmm. you, it has you questioning yourself a lot. It has you having to recalibrate after you've watched it because you have to remember who you're watching. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing I love about you is that we spend about 95% of the time in his head, mm-hmm. maybe 5% outside of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, while you know this man, what he's capable of, capable of that he is a a murderer and a like extreme manipulator while you know all of this it's blurred for you for about 95% mm-hmm. because you are in his head right. and what you have to remember is that in his head he thinks this is okay right this is the inside of a serial killer's head mm-hmm. they think what they're doing is fine because rationale number 1 2 and 3 mm-hmm. they will sit there and find the logic in all of their actions right and that's Find, why for them it's think okay. they're finding their own humanity right. or they're getting better right or... and make themselves think that that's okay mm-hmm. and so this is why when they're sincere with the confusion they seem confused when other people are telling them what you're doing is wrong mm-hmm. they seem confused when people don't share the same mindset as them when they've explained their plan and the other person is like what, what the fuck is wrong with you right. they don't understand why anybody would want to leave them they don't understand how you would fall out of love with somebody like that right. and it's you pisses you off in the fact that you find yourself sympathizing with a murderer and then coming back and realizing that's a murderer and I need to not do that. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some people out there who can't do that because, as you said, there are people out there talking about how fine this fucker is and it's like, he's a serial killer. Something wrong with him, bro. I understand that you are watching it from his point of view a majority of the time, but he's a serial Killer. killer. Because not no normal person is sitting here going, I'm in love with you so much, I'm going to kill A, B, and C so that it's only us together. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. 
if you're okay. So, while he sounds like... Because there were, there were times where it's like you forget you're watching a fucking true crime show and not a romance. Because, again, you're seeing it from his perspective and he's fully in love. This is what love is to him. Yeah. And so it's like, you'll catch yourself at some point being like, oh, this is sweet. And immediately it's like, no, it's not. No, That's it's not. That's not sweet. You'll, not at all. You'll have the good moments in between where it seems like, oh, they're really in love with each other. And then you remember this is how he got there. And this is what he's going to do after that. And these are the conditions that he needs to feel like he is in love and being loved and mm-hmm. like being loved by this person. Right. This is why I like it so much because it's a complex show. It makes yeah, me it do makes a lot. Yeah, you look at yourself. Yeah. And it, it, the way it pulls you in is that it tricks you. It literally does to you what he has done to his victims. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why season... <laughs> so I went, um, we got questions for season two, I mm-hmm. believe, of you. And I hadn't watched season two yet. So the last, the last time we mentioned you, I was like, Tracy, watch you, watch you. And so she watched it. And then we got questions for season two. And I watched season two and immediately was pissed off at the writers because it's like, y'all fucking did it to me again. You did it to me again. Because when season one starts off, seems innocent. He mm-hmm. sees back, you know, through the bookshelves mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And it's like, Oh, it's this guy who's interested in this woman now because mm-hmm. you know the the uh, synopsis of the show. It's kind of like this is creepy. He's creeping on her. This mm-hmm. is weird. Like, would a regular guy do this? And mm-hmm. it, as you're watching it, you a regular guy would to some extent do what he was doing. Mm-hmm. There were points where he kind of went a little, but that was just it was like a really quick, subtle, this ain't right kind of mm-hmm. thing. And if you weren't if you weren't gonna catch it, you weren't gonna catch right. it. But season two fucked me up mm-hmm. because I really believe that's the order it went in. Mm-hmm. You know how it starts off with him saying, I was not gonna, I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this again. And then he slowly goes back into his old ways just to mind fuck you up and mm-hmm. be like, no, he planned this shit from the beginning. So everything right. we saw in the beginning was a lie. Right. I was like, what? <laughs> what? That's what fucked me up the most with season two. It was mm-hmm. like, I didn't know what to trust anymore because y'all already showed me that I can't trust you from right. episode one. Right. Uh, but Pin Badgley, the fact that you, I'm talking to you like he's listening, the fact that this man can portray such a complex character, and at the end of the day, I still like can't stand looking at him as mm-hmm. this character. That shows a lot. Because uh, when we watched the Ted Bundy thing with Zac Efron, he looked like Ted Bundy, sure, but the whole time I'm looking at Zac Efron, and I'm like... I was mad at him the whole time because of how he had reacted to filming that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all that was in my head. I was like, you're having too much fun. Yeah. And it seemed that way when we watched it. But for some reason with you, it's like, maybe it's because I listened to Penn talk about it and how he's also like, why are you romanticizing a serial killer? Mm -hmm. As I'm watching it, I can see that. And so it's easy for me to separate him from the character. Right. Because he doesn't, he doesn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, he. I'm sure he did not like being in uh, Joe's head mm-hmm. that entire time. So it hits a little different, right? And it's also based off of a fictional story. Yeah. It's like yeah. Ted Bundy was an actual living, breathing psychopath mm-hmm. that actually killed real people. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. <laughs> but this show is fantastic. Also, I want to say um, I. I didn't rewatch season one. I re-listened to season one. Absolutely 
terrifying. So, because at work, I can't watch. <clears throat> so, at work, I would listen to the episodes throughout the day because, like, mm-hmm. I've seen it already. So, I knew I could mm-hmm. visually, what I, I could visualize it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm listening to it. And when you listen to this show without actually watching it, it's a thousand times creepier. Wow. It's, it's like stuff just the way he says things, mm-hmm. his voice. Because when you're watching it, you're focused on. The visual, right, and right. you know his voice is there. Right. But when it's just his thoughts, and you're not looking at him, mm-hmm. and you're not seeing, quote unquote, seeing what he sees, like seeing through his eyes, mm-hmm. it is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And so I did that with season one, and I was like, "This is this is wild." The wow. way he would talk about Beck, the the way he would try to rationalize the things he was doing, like when he killed Benji and Peach and all that, when he was watching Peach watch Beck when she was in the bathtub, like all of that without the visual. Is not mm. is not it's not the business. It's, it's not yeah. okay. It was so creepy, so creepy. I'm sorry. Please, no. Go it's ahead. fine. It's fine. Um, I just want to go through her pod questions. Okay. So, did you prefer season one or two? I preferred season one over two. Um, because did I? Yes. Did I? Yes, I did. I preferred season one over season two because it gave me more peace of mind. Um, I didn't feel. I didn't feel as I didn't feel like I was betraying my own feelings as much right. in season one as I did in season two. Season two, uh, season two was different. Season two, I like season two more because, mm-hmm. for the very reason you're saying, it showed me how much we want people to change. Yeah, or how yeah. much we're hoping people change. Mm-hmm. Like I was hoping he would change. You know, I was like, yo, okay, he's going to change. Yeah, no. He's trying. And you look at yourself, you're like, he locked somebody in a glass cage in a fucking storage facility, mm-hmm. bro. But then it's like, by the time he, he lets the real, well, his name ain't Will Benhamheim. What's the guy? The guy in the cage is Will. Will, his, what's mm-hmm. the real world? When he let Will go, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, all right. But Will wasn't the object of his affection. Right. You right. feel me? Um... And then by the time we get back and the, the the older sister is gone, you're like, did this nigga do it? I don't think he did it. And he did it. He's a psychopath. If he, because that's the thing you're in your head like, that whole part. He's was, really trying to change, but yeah. also he's a psychopath that was on acid. So right. it is totally probable <laughs> that totally he's the unhinged. one that did this, right? <laughs> you know, and you're going between that little struggle. You know, I feel like season two made you struggle more. I think it also it's made true. you. I think just the setup of everything. New York City, where like it's a lot more gritty. It's a lot more like California. It's like that whole atmosphere there. Every everything was everything. He was just around a bunch of just Essential. everything is everything. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're dealing with shorty and forty. Excuse me, and then. It was just I, which I also like the actor that played Forty. Oh, I he was hilarious. He hilarious. was my favorite thing, my favorite part of yeah, season two. Yeah, by the time he got to the end, he was like, yeah, he he was my favorite part because his character too went through a lot. Yeah, yeah. From like he went from crazy, uh, recovering but not really recovering addict Forty mm-hmm. to the Forty he became in the end. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad about that, but right. like he, the range that he went through, like his um, his amount of I guess forty ish growth mm-hmm. <laughs> that happened throughout the the second season was amazing. I loved right. him, I loved him because even and at one point I I was thinking like um when he got mad 
and at the end when he goes to kill him like Mm -hmm. even at that point i was like before do you also kill and then i stopped myself and i was like no that's completely different one he didn't do it (laughs) even if he had done it like justified right um and that was the yeah and three that's the only time he did it like he right, never did right, it again right, and he right. wasn't thinking about doing it again he killed his like she abused him right? yeah she yeah, sexually yeah. assaulted him right right um and so even even if i stopped myself because i'm like even if that you know he actually had killed her all of this right, applies right, right. and so yeah he has a right to be mad right, right and he don't know how fucked up his sister is so of course he wants to protect her because he doesn't know that she did these things and I'm just, you know, 40. 40 was hilarious. He was amazing. Yeah. He, I don't know. I think season two also just, it was funnier. It was. um It was. It was a little bit more lighthearted. There was a lot more characters to like dig your teeth into that weren't as annoying. Because um, Peach was high key annoying. Beck was high key annoying. Uh, um, yeah, Peach was. Yeah, it was. I was actually say glad, they deserved anything. I don't just, want to say I was glad to see her go, but like yeah, it was they. It was getting tired of them too. Like I was like, all right, I'm over now. Um, um, I just like two because you see more of the dark side in two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, one. I like mm-hmm. one because you see more of the dark side in one, whereas two is more romanticized. Romanticized. You yeah. find out why it's more romanticized because she's just as crazy yeah. as he is, and so they're gonna. It's keep, like even when he goes to acupuncture and that whole thing happens, I'm like, when he started screaming and crying. <laughs> We supposed to feel sorry for this little nigga, like I really. He's, but then you have to remember this is what they're seeing because they don't know they don't about know, his past. Right, right. So like, if that was somebody who was in front of you and you knew they were troubled, but you didn't right. know the extent of the trouble, mm-hmm. you may feel sorry for them breaking down right. like that. But because we know what he's done, it's like nigga, yeah. <laughs> like if you don't stop, it's it's just a lot. When he got his finger cut off, I was like justice, but not enough. Right. <laughs> just there's just so much. And he, the entire time I had to keep reminding myself, Narelle, this is a serial killer. Narelle, this is a serial killer. What's Forty's sister name? What's this girl's name? Love. Love, right. Um, she was blowing me away from the beginning. I was like, you real codependent. You telling him too much stuff real early. You real, you, you real, um, you just overbearing. Like, it was unhealthy from jump. So I knew something was off with her from the beginning. I was like, you want love a little bit too much. Like, mm-hmm. I think you need to relax, love. Like... She was just being, yeah, you know, and even like, not to say he was trying to get away from her, but he was like, like, okay, let me like put some space between us because blah, blah, blah. She was like, nah, you know, which again, is like in the beginning before we know that she's a psychopath herself, it's like, you just think she has some codependency issues, Mm -hmm. but and like I see wow. I understand her friends because looking from the outside it's like yeah. you two are perfect for each right, other right, like right, this right. is a great relationship it's a great relationship right and then you get into the dynamics of it and it's like this is yeah. bad by the time they got to the retreat it was like okay this is you gotten too far yeah like <laughs> yeah the parents mm. and 40 and this whole wedding when and you shit. see her yeah. parents you know something's wrong with her especially after her mom slaps her like right. that like something is wrong like y'all are something is wrong because he Forties out here being his forty self and getting into stuff he shouldn't be getting into, and the mom is caring and doting on him and slaps you for trying to help. Right. That doesn't make any sense at all. Um, the way the father treats forty, mm-hmm. that is just that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's just very um, volatile. Right. And I, it also makes me question: like, were those the only two people she's ever killed? Has she only ever killed her nanny and? Uh, the older sister, I can't remember her name. Starts with a D. 
Delilah. Delilah. Are those the only two people she's ever killed? Because if she did, she killed Delilah way too easily. I'm sorry, and Candace. She also killed Candace. She also killed Candace. But it's like, you kill way too easily. So those can't be the only three victims in your life. Yeah. I want to know more about her, Mm -hmm. her past. Right. I think We know all about his. We're going to get that in season three. I surely hope, because this nigga looking at somebody else, like... But she got a whole baby. They got a whole, this is this is the beginnings of him becoming yes. the true serial killer he's always wanted to be. Yes, because now he got a home base. Yes, with a woman that's going to facilitate. Yes, she gonna help so long as he stay with her. Oh, this is what's gonna make you happy. I got you. She doesn't care. Which is why season three is probably gonna be fucked up. Because now it's gonna be both of them. Both, and you know it's so funny. Like and her family has money to just sweep it under. This I was about to say like. I don't know if she's worse than him, but like he may have met his match <laughs> because it was just so easy for you to just click, click. Like she walked in there, sliced Delilah like it was nothing. She walked over to the garbage, sliced Candace's neck with a broken bottle like it was nothing. Shot the babysitter like it was nothing. What in the world? And then when she flips it and is like, oh. I was studying you first. I'm sorry. She you mean like, he I'm, didn't even know? She knew everything. The king of the shadow didn't even know that he was being shadowed? That's scary. She's worse. She's worse. She's worse. <laughs> and now they're bringing... Not, not only do they have a home base, not she the only... LYPD is she the FBI. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but not only ha- do they now have a home base, not only does her family have money to hide it all, you two have gone... And fuck somebody up who will be born. Because y'all genes mixed together. And the way y'all are going to act and treat this ch- You know it's going to blow me away if they like the most normal loving parents ever. I'm gonna be But they're probably away. going to be because. Because <laughs> this show likes to play games. There's that. But there's also the fact where you see how he treats kids already. And they're both sociopaths. Very loving they're functional. kids. They fu- yeah. they, they're functional. They, and they function. she's not going to want to bring up the kid the way she was brought up. Because you already mm. heard her talking about she's looking for the perfect match. Right. So they could both love the kid. And he's great with kids. Right. Terrifying. Like Paco and Ellie. He's good with kids. They're. He killed that man for Ellie and Delilah. He was like, he gotta go. But it's like, did you kill them for Ellie and Delilah? Like, no, it's all a... Pe- it's, he you, did it for Ellie and Delilah so that he's okay, so that he can be in love. With love. It's all to take away everything that would mess up anything that he has with love. That's it. And now that love has fucked up her whole visual to him, he doesn't want anything to do with love. Right. Which is now why he's he like, set his sights on gotta... the neighbor who's married. The neighbor who's married, okay? She had a whole wedding ring. So now somebody's husband's gonna get killed. Or the husband's gonna be the one to kill him. <laughs> Please, cuz <laughs> Joe gotta go. Love gotta go. And somebody needs to take care real good care of that kid because that's just that's a mess. That's a mess. She came out the house pregnant. I said, Oh my god. Like, she said she was pregnant. I thought she was lying. I was like, Oh, this bitch is lying just to keep him around. No, she's Was he he was honest. about to kill her, right? Yeah. I'm pregnant. Wait, he was choking her. She's like, I'm pregnant. Oh. <laughs> and I was pissed. I was like, oh my fucking. I was like, yo, you, this bitch better be, she better fucking be pregnant. I was like, if you lying, I swear to God. <laughs> like, you better have a fucking baby. <laughs> and now even still me, I'm watching her come out the house pregnant. And I'm like, that better not be a bodysuit. That better be real. <laughs> I feel like though, the way Joe is, he checked. 
Yeah. He checked if that was real. It's real. Oh, God. That poor baby. That poor baby. I'm... I, it, must, it makes me so upset because I really liked her. I really liked 40. I really... <laughs> I liked both of them. I really did. And I was like... When she fouled out, I was like heartbroken for her. But then, but also, but also, I didn't even tell you this that my coworker and I have told him never talk to me about a show ever again. He spoiled it. He was like, "Oh, there's a twist." So I, I fucking knew that this bitch was crazy from jump. I was like, "Now you ruined it. You didn't have to." You, it makes me mad every time Keep I talk yourself, about it. Man. It makes me mad every time I think about it. Like honestly, it makes me tight. And I went back to work. I said, "Never talk to me about a show ever again." Because it's your second time ruining a show. Shut the fuck up. Okay, shut up. All right. There's a twist. Oh, now I know there's a fucking twist. Now I know this bitch is crazy. Thank you. I and I was sitting there making excuses for her, and I was like, "Oh, she's not doing anything yet because she's in shock. Like, this is a lot for her. She's trying to take it in. She walked to the garbage and she threw up. And I'm like, that might have been my reaction too. And then this bitch calls off and like, I said, wait. <laughs> but the thing is, my Candace is pissing me off because I feel like you know, Candace, you you a little bit too brave. Like you dealing with a serial killer. I would have been called the cops. You, you got him in the box, bitch. Call the cops. I want to tell love first. I'm gonna She'll show find you. out when the cops find out. She was, she was, she was gloating. She was having too much fun with it, and I'm like, that's how you end up getting killed, sis. In a horrible way, too. Oof. Um. The second question is: Was there any subplot that you felt didn't add anything to the overall narrative? That part with her friends, like especially when he went for the acupuncture, I was like, I don't need this. Yeah. Um. It didn't really do anything for me, and it didn't help him anyway. So right. what was that? Forties um, movie. Who cares? The part where oh no, that's essential because he made the no movie before that again he he solved whole, it. He solved the whole fucking. He shit. solved the whole thing. Um. I didn't. I think subplot wise, um, the friends getting married. Mm-hmm. We didn't need that. Well, it was nice to see. Um, in the first season... Oh, well, no, this is about season two, right? Um, anything else? Um, no, we needed to see her parents. We needed to understand that. Um, I don't understand exactly where... Like, I understand the Henderson issue, but I don't understand where Delilah fit in with the rest of it, you know? Henderson? The guy that... The famous guy that he killed. The first well, one. She, well, he abused her. No, I'm saying I, I understand how she fit there, but after that, like them sleeping together and all that, I don't oh, understand yeah. exactly why. Yeah. Joe and Delilah sleeping together wasn't... Like what? It was unnecessary. That was there unnecessary. Was no there was no point in and that. And twice. Like, yeah. why? There was no point in that. I mean, was that just to get the body in there so we could be like, who killed her? I think that's really the only reason yeah. that all that happened. Right. Like, her finding out and all that stuff. Right. Um, her cop friend is annoying as fuck. He want to kill forty. I still like. I'm sorry. I love forty. I loved him. I loved him so like his character. I loved yeah. him so much. And this nigga just came in there. And shot really him, killed that 40, was close, bro. You killed the wrong one. You killed the wrong one. Fave and least fave side character, the cop. Yep. Yeah. Bye. He's fave side least. character, forty. Forty. Yeah. Side cop. Bye. <laughs> Right. Bye. Or you, all her friends. Bye. We didn't need them. There's no problem. How do you feel about the season two? <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. What I did love was <laughs> was really funny how like in a matter of the, a day he saw all the things that were yeah. needed to see. He to was be like, an angel, angel, whatever the fuck they call it. Angelino, they I think. But um, anyway, how do you feel about the the cliffhanger with him looking through the gate and all that bullshit? 
I mean, it was going to either end with a cliffhanger or start the same damn way. We already right. knew he was going to go to somebody else. Right. He, he said he was out of love with love. He, right. That means he needs some, someone right. new. Right. And But you, like, you're he's crazy. Yeah. To, to feel like he could just go on business as usual with this yeah. girl. You got a baby with her. Like, she ain't about to... He met his match. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he... he <laughs> I was I was waiting for her to come up behind and be like hi. I was really waiting. I thought they was gonna end it like that, like uh, him turn around and her be like, oh, because she sees him looking at the other. Yeah. yeah, I was just waiting for her to pop up. I was like, what is he doing? Like in his backyard, when so. his fucking windows. Like, I don't think so because I feel like she knows that's what he's gonna need to stick around. Really, you think she's gonna be okay with him? He's already explained. I'm, well, he did tell her that he he does love her. But I feel like if she sees his wandering eye, she knows what's gonna happen, and mm-hmm. so she's gonna be the. She's gonna cut it off before it can happen, or help him get it faster so it's over. Mm. You know, so she be going to be out here helping him kill people to get to that person, so they can get it over and done with, and she can get his attention back on her. Mm. And she's probably gonna be thinking all the time, like, once I have this baby, he's yeah gonna be focused on me. But right. y'all aren't okay in the head, and so your normality is not going to happen. Right. It. It's just not. No. Mm-mm. Sorry. No. But I also, I, I like the if, way like, they, he'll like up her insurance policy and kill her and keep their kid. I wonder. He'll that sounds like some real oxygen channel shit. He would definitely get caught though. Yeah. Especially with her family. Will he though? Well, he got know. away with Beck. Yeah, but Beck didn't have family except for her dad who didn't really care about her. That's true. She's got this family and now she's all that's left because 40 is gone. Her mom and the mom is might like, because like, on, on top. Yeah, he, she's she at the house, care, right? Yeah, she didn't care before and now they had that whole thing where we, let's go drink wine and let bygones be bygones yeah. blah, 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 and have a conversation. Now her mom is probably like on her. Right, because she having that kid. I don't think it would be easy unless he killed the mom and the dad. Um, he probably And he's would not incapable that. of it. He's not. That's and she I'm might saying. help. <laughs> like, it's just, that poor baby. All I can think about is that baby. Child, what do you want from season three? I want him to get fucked up. I yeah. want I want season three to be the last, and I want him to go out. To go to jail? No, I want him. I want, want him dead. <laughs> Nigga's gotta die. What did they say to Ted Bundy? Fry? What did they say? Fry him? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Because this nigga's gonna be in jail, like, mm, you know, I just really wanted love, and that's big move. You know, I understand this is not this not the way I should have gone about it, and you know, but I just really love them, and I had to do things so that we could get it. He ain't gonna stop, and then he gonna find a way out. Big move. You got to go, you and your wife. She's not even his wife. You and your woman, you got to go. They probably gonna get married. Season three probably gonna start with a wedding. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I do like the way they ended it with the lady in her wedding ring because mm-hmm. you know it's not just her. It's like not it's not like just a back somebody dating somebody. It's somebody in a committed ass relationship. And so now what you gonna do? It's like that person's gonna right. be around a lot. And also shows you like all that uh, all that thinking of him being redeemed. They never gonna end. Like season two, the way they tried to and this leads into the next question. She says, um, do, do you think they tackle the subject matter properly? Um, example of a popular take is some have said that they push Joe's perspective too much to make you feel for him. I think this is a bad move and think showing him doing good, taking care of the kids is them trying to redeem him. I don't, mm. I, I, I don't think, I think they're doing it purposely to mm-hmm. make us be conflicted. It's, that, it's purposeful. I feel like that is the premise of That's the show. That's the point. Yeah. It's to make, it's to indict us while we watch it. It's literally <laughs> making of a murderer 
the television show. Right, right. You are, like I said before, you are in his head, mm-hmm. not to sympathize with him, but to understand why he's doing, why he's doing that. what he is doing. And also show us how we glorify and, and, and absolve white men who are relatively attractive, attractive or the standard of whatever fucked up mm-hmm. beauty, standard of beauty y'all have. Because again, Ted Bundy what looked like a serial killer. <laughs> if I was approached by a Ted Bundy, I would be up, I'd be mm-hmm. afraid. Like, there's no way. Like, he's, he's, he, he, And the thing that sucks is that with Joe, or Will, whichever you want to call him, in the beginning, now, now when he went to LA, he was suspect. And I was with Delilah, and I thought she would make it because she, like, pegged him from jump. Thought she would make it because of that. Mm-hmm. She probably would have if love didn't exist, because she the one that took out. Mm-hmm. I feel like he really, he was gonna let her go. I think he's gonna let her go. Um, yeah. But... Cause he was ready to leave. Yeah, he, he had all his stuff. stuff, and then forty. He's gonna flee. Forty with his fake forty was like, <laughs> forty is R-I-P. so funny. I love him, but like in season one, it season two. I don't understand how you would romanticize him. Season one, I understand mm-hmm. because the way he was brought out in mm-hmm. season one. It's like, yeah, had I seen a guy like him, like Will in L.A., I'd be like, all right. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Had I seen Joe in the bookstore the way you see Joe in the beginning, I would have been like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that wouldn't have weirded me out at all. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very, quote-unquote, normal in season one. He was very uh, appealing in season mm-hmm. one. But, again, you have to remember who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And just because he's appealing doesn't mean that okays all of the shit he's doing behind the scenes, like mm-hmm. killing Benji. Yes, Benji was annoying as fuck. He did kind oh, of yeah, deserve to go, too. Because he, you know, murdered a guy, his yeah. friend. Um, he, that was still a lot. He, he, that was a lot. That was crazy. He gave him the peanuts. He died on the floor, and then his body was like decomposed. Oh, yeah, Jesus. he just let that body just. Yeah, that was a lot. That I couldn't watch him move his body. I was like, yeah. this is. There's and he's describing the body as as nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. That that's not. That's where I close my eyes. Um, but like he didn't all that stuff he did to Peach. Peach is annoying, but you ain't had to kill her. <laughs> not, the way you killed her. I just she was annoying as fuck. I forgot. The way he did, killed her. How did he kill her? Again? He shot her. But it was like a whole tussle and wrestle oh, through yeah. the house. She shot him and then he pretended to be down and she's and she did this the stupid like thing that they do in movies that you should never do joe 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 and move closer to the body so then he get closer he takes the gun out your hand and he kills you shot her in the head <laughs> it's not funny it's but not like, funny but it's like shit season one was crazy he bro. did so much then he locks back up He's horrible. How did he kill Beck? He strangled her. He strangled she her. got out and went up the stairs. And then he just yanked she, her. Oh. We didn't even see how he killed her. Nope, until later, because you see the, the, the marks around her neck. Yeah. Um, Candace, he... What did he do to Candace? He strangled Candace and buried her, but she was still alive. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like... Crazy. He killed... So he killed Benji Peach. He killed Beck. Henderson. He killed Henderson. He killed... He oh, killed the it. father. Paco's father. Paco's father. That's right. Stepfather killed five people. Anybody? Anybody missing? No. Well, he killed season two. He killed Henderson. Oh, he only killed Henderson. Wow. He let Will go and he let Delilah go. Right. Um, even he though we thought Candace, Delilah he was, killed Delilah. Yeah, yeah. We thought he only that killed was Henderson, him, but that was it. But that's enough. Like he still killed five people. Yeah, and he was gonna kill Candace. 
Once he, as soon as he got the chance to kill Candace, she was dead. Oh, he killed the Russian uh, guy who chopped off his finger. Oh, true. He yeah. had to go though. He, he was, really had, he to, had go. to go. He was. I knew he was bad because he was yeah. being nice. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, they yeah. never. No. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. how they lure you in yeah. false sense of security. Um. Yeah. I so honestly. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to kill the Australian guy. I did. Oh. But um, it didn't get. To, yo, would be funny if we found out in season three she killed him. Right. Probably. <laughs> oh my god. I won't be surprised. Um. Yeah. Uh. It was just season two. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Things that you changed about the show? Things that I would change about it? Stop giving me shit plot that I don't need. Mm. That's about it. I like the rest of it. Yeah. Um, I like that we're in his head. Mm-hmm. Makes it that much scarier. Like, this is a true horror. Yeah. Um, I want season three to have more of her head, though. Yes. Like That's what I'm her. hoping. And I hope that's why I hope it's the last one. Yeah. Because it's like we get one season yeah, you of just him and one of, of both of them. Yeah. You can't continue this. You can't just let him keep going. Yeah, I mean, there are serial killers that keep going who yeah. have killed far more people than he has. Right. But also, in in my well, no, that's not true because even with the couples that kill, they tend to get through a lot of people. Yeah, because they lure them in. They usually lure them in with either the innocence of the woman or right, right. the baby, the right. child. Um, and I, I really hope they don't use this kid for that. But I feel like the two of them would you know like use their child exploit their child to pull in victims um i wonder if this will also if season three will also escalate to him just killing to be killing like that's what i'm thinking like you got a house now you got security yeah he might not even because he's in love yeah it might you know change man anyway oh we just said how we want the series to end overall rating out of 100 season one and season two separately what and why do they get that score yeah Mm. i would say for season two it's like the freshest in my head um season two i would give out of 100 85 only because i want to take out a lot of the unnecessary plot mm-hmm. and I'm still mad about them fucking me up in the first episode mm-hmm. and I wish they had gone deeper into her mm-hmm. um, season one was it was my favorite so maybe like a, a 95 ish for season one mm-hmm. um, only because I didn't really care for a lot of like some of the, the killings he did in that were just crazy to me like mm-hmm. peach that, that whole the whole thing with right. peach was r- ridiculous to me um and i liked how it ended with beck i like how um beck went through everything mm-hmm. and wrote the story and all that stuff uh wish we had more on dr nikki uh john stamos's character mm-hmm. i wish we had more with him uh, but uh, like all in all i liked a lot more about season one than yeah. I did about season two. I think season two was more entertaining. Mm-hmm. So I'd give season two um, an 80. Yeah, I'd give it an 80. Um, I think there was a lot going on in season two. But I think um, season one was... Season, <laughs> season one, sorry, my cat just decided <laughs> to rub on me and shake 
like a vibrating phone for no reason. <laughs> um, season one, I'd give. I don't know, like, I don't know how I would score them. They like both seasons was annoying. Everybody annoyed me. Back I'll give them the same. Page. Yeah, like. Y'all a bunch of psychos, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as far as the show is concerned, um, I'd give season two an eighty because I think again there was like a lot of unnecessary stuff going on, um, and season one I think it was more succinct, so I'd give mm-hmm. a ninety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how they split up his um, his past mm-hmm. with the season. So like, season one was more Mooney centric. Mm-hmm. Like it, it focused more on when he got taken in by Mooney and then like locked in the cage and forced to mm-hmm. go through all of that mm-hmm. and the abuse he got from him. Mm-hmm. And season two focused more on the abuse in his, his childhood, family, like his yeah. mom mm-hmm. and all her boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Uh, it focused more on that. So that I think that kind of like shaped how we were seeing him throughout. Mm-hmm. So in season one, it's like I, you get why he's using. Yeah this kind of tactic right. for people you get why he's using um why he's using this kind of violence mm-hmm. why he's locking them in there and talking to them like that because it made me more money. mad at him though and yeah that. exactly i think season when you show childhood stuff it makes them right more palatable right that's why i was saying season one is a lot a lot darker to me than season two is because mm-hmm. season two is like he's hopeful it's like yeah, you're really trying, you're hopeful quote, yeah they're showing his childhood mm-hmm. stuff so it's like and it, it shows this like how he went through stuff with his mother and how it was infiltrating his life while mm-hmm. he was in LA. Right. And that, like you said, makes you sympathize a little bit more because mm-hmm. it's he's a child. Right. Um but you also like we also have to remember he was also really young with Mooney too, so he he is just bound to have something wrong with between both of them. Yep. Uh, he yeah, and he was at an orphanage too. Mm-hmm. God only knows what happened there. That might be season three. We will never know. Might be, um, especially with having a kid now. I'm just I'm really upset that she's pregnant. I'm really upset that they're going to bring this poor child into this world under their reign, like uh, their reign, their tutelage. <laughs> <laughs> you know okay, what I mean, Lannister. <laughs> Just that poor kid. Yeah. Our poor baby. Well, I enjoyed season two. Same. I think 40 was probably my favorite part of it. Same. Um, God rest God his soul. And yeah, I'm excited for season three. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's a lot of good shows. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I hope they focus more on her yeah. backstory. Yeah, and not just the part of her killing the nanny. Right. Like, that's really like, all I want to know about her. And her her life and, and how she got here and how many soul. other people she killed because I'm telling you, it's not just those three. I'm telling you, and if, even if it is just the three she killed, she hurt somebody else. Mm-hmm. She did something. She killed some animal somewhere. I don't care what y'all say. She set a fire somewhere because that's that's just how they roll. I I've never seen it's it's I've never seen him as afraid of anyone as he was of her. Mm-hmm. Even when the the Russian guy came looking for him, even when they got kidnapped. He was never as afraid as he was when she revealed all of that and like mm-hmm. his vision of her was shattered. Like, yeah. I whew. I don't know. I don't know. But hopefully season three will be a good one. Yes, whenever we all? get it. Was that all of them? That was all of the questions. Oh, oh the last three? one. Oh. 
the last question was, does this show um, help, has you helped me you navigate friendships, dating, relationships any differently? Oh, yeah, you mentioned that one. Personally, no. All of that changed before the show. Um, documentaries, uh, tr- like um, true crime podcasts, forensic files. Mm-hmm. All those shows have already made me look at people differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not like the current relationships I have. But when making new friends, I'm very suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I look for signs a lot. And I don't know, it doesn't, it does deter me from talking to some people, but sometimes it's just kind of like, all right, I'm noticing this. So mm-hmm. let me just ride this out a little longer and see what happens. Um, yeah, it's given me, not necessarily you, but like all of everything in this genre has made me very skeptical. Mm-hmm. Um, like grain of salt take everything with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. uh don't trust as easily as i may have when i was younger Mm -hmm. um and like don't take people at face value exactly Mm -hmm. like really get to know somebody and yeah it's funny to me because in the show for both love and beck it's like meeting your friends is the telltale sign of if you're an okay person Mm -hmm. where in season one she didn't listen to her friend (laughs) And in season two, her friends were also blinded. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Peach was <clears throat> on him. Now, granted, Peach was Peach. But she still saw the truth in him. Mm-hmm. Delilah saw the truth. But Love's friends did not. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it helps you see signs of what could potentially be something bigger within mm-hmm. a person. Um, but you didn't necessarily do that for me. It's just adding to the list. Yeah, <laughs> The list like, of things to look out yeah pretty much um and it sucks it sucks that we have to think like that now Mm -hmm. because it one shrinks the pool of people that you're gonna interact with significantly but it also it's like it makes it harder to trust people like it was hard to trust people before but now Mm -hmm. it's even harder to trust people because even when they seem like they're one way that may not even be it and mm-hmm. do you thinking meeting family or friends or something is going to be it's going to be some big changer and make everything okay it doesn't do that because as you see beck met moody and mm-hmm. after she met mooney she ended up getting killed uh she met paco after she met paco she ended up getting killed so it's like that is not a factor mm-hmm. it's not a deciding factor um it yeah you it's it's not it is hard but it's also very easy to fool people to see what you want them to see mm-hmm. especially if you're very good at hiding and he was very good at hiding as you saw she delilah girl <laughs> look behind the painting homie had already like plastered it up and moved his stuff to the storage unit because she would have caught him hmm? he had a camera in the house so that's why yeah and the whole nanny cam yeah. and that's when she got locked up but it's like she she knew to look there right because she hides stuff right <laughs> so it yeah. If you don't if you don't know where to hide, if you're not a person that hides things like that, you're not gonna you're not gonna look for that. Right. Like I never I personally never would have looked behind his painting. That never would have crossed my mind. I wouldn't have went in his house. She's well, this, there's also that. As soon as she opened the door to go in, I was like, she's bugging. Like I thought he was gonna. If be I'm in there. suspecting that someone's a serial <clears throat> killer or a murderer, I'm not. Especially when your friend's a cop. I'm gonna be as nice as fuck to that person, okay? Ain't no way you finna get me because I wanna be fucking Inspector Gadget or fucking Carmen San Diego 
okay? I feel like I realize this is out of my pay grade. This is out of my league. I'm going to keep a gap on me <laughs> in my house. So you <clears throat> come in my shit. I can defend myself. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to go after you. I don't get paid by the city to be fucking <laughs> snooping and be in blues clues. No, she's crazy. I, that, that blew me away. I was like, why would you do that? And you got a, you got a little sister that you that you're responsible right. for. You're bugging. You're bugging. Her and Candace pissed me off the whole season. I was like, y'all are doing a lot. Like, he's dangerous. Like, you're doing a lot. Like, Candace was having too much fun. I'm like, he's going to kill you. But it wasn't even him. It was his girl mm-hmm. that you get. You got bodied by his girl. Oh, she was safe. That's what I'm saying. You, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. You can't you're be taking people much. at face value. Come on, girl. You buried you alive, sis. Like, you really think you could do this? You really think you got it? You got it in you. He buried you alive. You, you saw, like, you felt what he did to you before he buried you alive. Homies walking around like nothing happened telling your friends that you, you know, moved away to Italy. You come up to him. He says, no, I didn't do that. You're remembering it wrong. And you still think he's okay? Are you dumb? Are you or dumb? are you dumb? <laughs> like, There's a difference between victim blaming and y'all actively thought that y'all was going to be like, y'all bugging. No. Nope. It's like. Especially Delilah. You got a whole sister. You got a whole sister. I felt so bad for Ellie. He was like. You making this girl leave. She's all of 16. All of 16. He was like, um, you fucking with the wrong family. Get up and go. <laughs> he was like, I'm not the person you need to be afraid of. You need to be afraid of them. <laughs> like, homie is coming to you scared. That should tell he you was something. Shook. He was like, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. I can't help you. I can't help you. Take that, this money. Take, take this money. Go over there. Go. go far east. Go as live, far east as you live can. Live well. Don't say nothing about this. <laughs> Oh my god! He's like, you think I'm scared of this family? That fuck with. <laughs> He's like, I'm in it. You can get out of. You it. can get out of it. You so got a chance. It. Run, sis. run. Can you eat yonder? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> oh poor my girl. god! That poor girl. I feel so bad for her. And she wasn't even 16 yet. She was still 15, turning 16. Like, where out east is she going? Ain't nobody gonna be like, wait, er, excuse me. Bitch, 16. You, 60 years old. She can't get no house, no nothing. What are you doing? <coughs> she better get a fake ID. <sighs> Poor baby. I wonder. No, they ain't gonna know. Who's telling them? <coughs> who's gonna tell them? So who? Um, Love's friends. Not that they were. The only one of her friends that was kind of suspect was um the guy. The one that did the acupuncture. Did he suspect? No, like um he suspected Will. Oh. Joe, Will. But that was until after the homie lied. Like right, he didn't right. suspect him from the beginning. There's. You was just a mind fuck. Season three about to be dumb good. I'm about to listen to season two. Now watch it just to Smart. see if yeah. it's as bad as one. Because when I tell you, one listening to him talk while Beck was in the cage, listening to him when he found out Beck saw everything that was like in the ceiling. Nope. And it's funny because we'd still be with Beck right now if Paco wasn't like, oh, he said that's a good place to hide stuff. It's the only reason that she even found anything out. And I'm like, how long would that have lasted? Especially with Candace showing up. I just... Wow. Wow. Wowzers. Very, very good show. Very um, good. Shout out to Penn Badgley. you doing that. And thank you for being... Fine. <laughs> that too. But thank you for being in interviews and really talking about the glorification of white male violence mm-hmm. and really getting to the nitty gritty. Yep. Shout out to you. I mean, you're not getting a, you know, doggy biscuit for doing what you should do as a white man, but you know, kudos to you. Continue to educate your own your mm-hmm. own and get 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 the crackers together. Shout out to you. <laughs>
Oh, man. Also, thank you for that ASMR video because that was... You said that to me and I still have not, I still have not touched it. please? I refuse. You're not about to do that to me. It's so good. (laughs) It's it's another one you don't have to watch. It's just... Absolutely not. Penn Badgley's voice when he's not being a serial killer? Absolutely not. Is... You know what you can send me though? ASMR of Richard Madden. I listen uh, to that. And Penn. Please listen to the no, Penn. That was. I'm not going to do that. Woo! Makes my ear tickle just thinking not about it. I'm going to do it. He. Penn, you are. I know my lane. I stay in it. I do not swear. Fine, white wine. Just. Wow. A Riesling. Wow, sir. <laughs> a Riesling. <laughs> You cannot do that when I'm smoking. A fine Prosecco? Is he bubbly now? He is a 1997 Gewürztraminer. Like, I... I'm sorry, I was was thinking about the ASMR again. I just... What a time. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, um... I'm not ashamed. Thank you guys for joining us for our season two <laughs> review of you. Um, mm. Thank you for sending in the questions, Erica. As always, we love you and enjoy you. Mm. Um, if you have any comments um, on season two, do you guys think they did a good job of um, complicating Joe's narrative? Um, or do you think it was a lot more glorification stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, let us know what you guys are thinking if you're watching you um, if, if you, you watch aren't, season one too yeah if you watch season mm-hmm. one as well if you aren't watch it we recommend it yeah yeah it's it's really good and if you have watched it i recommend listening to it again don't yeah. watch the episode like just not you don't even have to do the whole thing just take one episode and listen to it and i'm telling you your mind will be blown <laughs> it will change you yeah it'll probably take away the what we see and really give us the mm-hmm. details without the tantalization mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as always, thank you for joining us. Um, if you, you have any questions, tweet us at Apt on Broadway on Twitter. Email us at theaptonbroadway at gmail.com. And as always, follow us on Instagram at Apt on Broadway. Um, I'm sorry, I was making you Um <laughs> Yes, please send us anything and everything, any other shows, any comments on our commentary. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> any documentaries you guys are yes. watching. We loved, well, I, I'm going to speak for myself. Well, we both do, but I, like, docus are my bread and butter. Um, I think I need to, we should probably do an episode with, like, our favorite documentaries, our top documentaries we're watching right now. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, a few times I've, like, suggested um, a few things. I'm going to suggest this one right now, so Black History Month. Um, Who Killed Malcolm X on Netflix is such a good documentary. It's, um, I think, produced by Fusion. Mm -hmm. Um, Henry Louis Gage Jr. is one of the executive producers. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's um, just a historian, regular, I forget his name, it, 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 um, what's the word for it? It, it leaves me or whatever, I'm high. Um, the, the, huh? No, it's not Behooves. Escapes. Escapes me, yes. His name escapes me. Um, I mean, I can look it up. We were ending the show, but why Why don't I be true to the documentary and look it up? Please hold. This This documentary um, is really important to me, I think, because it really shows you how our government has always been, like, either directly involved um, 
or passively involved or complicit in the death of our black leaders um, via the FBI, um, specifically under J. Edgar Hoover. Um, <laughs> so um, how they have always had record, known the whereabouts, the top, like, they have more information on our black leaders than we do, and they have so much information on who has killed them, who who was involved with them, who has spied on them. They have everything, and they have silently sit, sat back. Um, and there is no type of um, responsibility or mm-hmm. culpability. There is no indictment on that. It's, <clears throat> this is just something we know, and it's out there for the public to see. And power in America means that you can fully have your faults on display as the government of America and still mm-hmm. just go on to be honored, resurrected on mountains, on statues. It's just mind-blowing to me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, activist, <clears throat> activist Abdur Rahman mm-hmm. Muhammad has his own investigation because he's a Muslim himself. He was a victim of police brutality. And then he, from then, Malcolm X's, like, speeches, teachings really, like, kind of put, set him on fire, sent him on a path of, mm-hmm. you know, um, black militant um, nationalism. Um, and anyway, so he goes to investigate who really killed him. And he goes he goes to the FBI. He goes to the ar- archives in New York City. Literally has the bullet that they pulled from Malcolm, Malcolm X's chin. Like, he goes, he goes to Newark, New Jersey, where, you know, the, the five assassins were alleged to have come from out of the mosque. He mm-hmm. asked all the questions to the people, like, just making everybody uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Conflict scene on camera, like, where they're just like, Let, leave it alone. Or others warning him, listen, FBI got him, leave it alone. You don't want... Like, you can feel the tension, you can feel the mm-hmm. danger, you can feel the weight of what he's doing. And he's so fearless, because he's like, this man was massacred. At the Abdullah Ballroom, there was zero police, there was zero anything, mm-hmm. and y'all sent two people to <clears throat> prison for it. Three people were sent to jail. One was convicted. He was a known assassin. Cause he's the one that got, they almost killed him, mm-hmm. the crowd, you know, you know the videos <clears throat> of them. Mm-hmm. But the two others were from the Harlem Mosque, and they were, no, they couldn't have gotten in because everyone knew them. Like, right. they wouldn't have been able to step in and be like, we want to mm-hmm. shoot up the place. They like... They were known agitators and haters of Malcolm X, so they sent two people to prison for 20 years of their lives. But the FBI knew who killed, because they had everything. Mm-hmm. They were tapping, they were wiring, they were agitating, <clears throat> they were sending letters, they were, you know? As they do. Doing what they do, creating this rift between, mm-hmm. you know, Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm X, and creating the conditions where Malcolm X would be killed. You know? And they know who killed him, and they just don't say. So this, you know, this this brother, he decided I'm gonna solve it. I'm gonna do it, and I want to know. And y'all gonna have to speak Mm -hmm. on it. And okay, stop, stop, stop with the lies. Um, (laughs) And he interviews everybody. He interviews Cory Booker. It's it's just anyway. I'm going. We were supposed to end this mad long ago, but um, (laughs) I would say watch this documentary. It is excellent. I think it's it's um. A challenging watch it's heavy some parts can be triggering so i would say watch it with care um but yeah it really i think black people a lot of us know this stuff but if you are not black and you listen to us and your friends you're friends with us and you listen to this podcast um do the work 
you know, to like understand and humanize people. When you expose yourself to films and documentaries like this, what you're doing is 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 expanding your mind and see, seeing us in the trajectory of our culture and our history and it helps to humanize us so that when we talk about the things that we go through it doesn't feel foreign or uncomfortable to you but you realize this is something that's actually happening to us and it's 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 a system and it's and it's purposeful it doesn't happen by accident is it isn't a result of of us and what we do and our criminal like it we're not criminals we literally mm-hmm. are being targeted for for breathing you know um and speaking truth to power Mm -hmm. um some more than others and Malcolm X was Malcolm fucking X so all that to say (laughs) um it's a it's an excellent documentary and it's really well done it's really well done I I would give it like a 98 if I was Rotten Tomatoes 98% you said Netflix right Netflix yes who killed Malcolm X it's like a six part series yeah anyway you know I think we should always do that. Give like a documentary reference of the week. That's chic. With the shoulder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> documentary rec of the week. Okay. At the apartment on Broadway. At the apartment on Broadway. Thank you guys. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Relly. And this is Tracy. We'll see you guys next time. Well, listen. Hear us? Talk to you. Talk to <laughs> Talk. We'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.